When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time, and it's start Hammer Times, we start the new season with a mood of tentative optimism this year, the likes of which have, haven't been seen for many, many years. I think we moved into the, the Olympic state of the Thunderdome with a sense of foreboding and doom. Uh, the second season, we weren't entirely confident that the rot was uh, stopped, uh, but this season, it's all different. It's all very different, and uh, we are, well, there's a mood of cautious optimism, which I'm going to share this evening with uh, Jim Grant. Good evening. Hello, Jim. How's, uh, how's your summer been? Well, all I can say is that this podcast oh, is no. brought to you in association oh, with for, Ladbrokes. Oh, and for all kinds of special offers, I you need to go to bet.westhampodcast.net. 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 Dot net. For offers and... For offers and things. That's nice really things. not the question I asked, Jim. That's not the answer to the question. It's the I answer asked. I gave. Right. right. <laughs> I'm sticking right. Okay. to it. That's like Theresa May, isn't it? When she's asked questions, she just says the same answer. It's very like that. all of her. I like, She's her my da- role model. My, you ask her her yeah. date of birth, and she yeah. says, strong and stable, and stuff like that. Yeah. Also joining us, it is uh, Sam Delaney. Hi. Hello, Sam. I've got nothing to say about gambling other than you should do it. Yes, And of you should course. do it with Labrooks. But yes. when the fun stops, stop. Yeah, also that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jim, of course, you've never adhered to that. <laughs> no. You've never. Well, adhered, not yeah. when it comes. I mean, with gambling, yes. But if it's drink or drugs, then when the fun stops, that's when you should be starting. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's well. when it really gets start. When the fun stops, that's when the fun really starts. I drove recently uh, down. I drove me. down yeah, Rygate High Street at uh, about two, fun. three in the morning, yeah. and uh, Jim was attacking a branch <laughs> of a betting shop with one of those temporary bus stops. You know the concrete, oh, yeah. the concrete yeah. end yeah. at the bottom. He's like, yeah. you just him. happened upon him. Yeah. So yes, I stumbled across and him. You're I like, thought, there's um, my, there's my school days friend, yes. Jim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh look, he's attacking a shop, attacking with... a betting shop mm. resentfully. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fun um, stopped he was shouting yeah. over <laughs> and over again start the fun again yeah when will the fun start again? restart the fun yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's my app to get to my bank account? <laughs> um, so, in the since we last spoke to you, uh, they had a World Cup. They had a they World had Cup, World didn't Cup. they? Yep. Um, we watched uh, Jim. You and I watched uh, the uh, Panama game uh, on the uh, uh, on the occasion of Rob Banks's birthday. Yes, we? we did. Yeah, uh, in, in Borough, in Borough, Borough High in, Street, in a sort of sports in a, in a bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was good. Really yeah, good. I got yeah. very drunk. Yeah, yes, you mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've never seen you drunk. I've seen you like... I mean, obviously, I've never seen Jim sober. No, no, no. But no. I've seen you drink mm-hmm. like to, to my... I mean, I, you know, in these days, I don't drink. But no. um, even in my drinking days, I've seen you drink to what I would deem to be almost excess. Mm-hmm. And yet you have never seemed drunk. How I have do you explain calm, that? The, a calm exterior. It's like the duck swimming the, the, mm. under the waterline. It's turmoil. The more you drink, the more sober you become. In a way, yes, yes. This was a sustained drinking experience, though. Have you, you uh, must have known him for a long time. Yeah, have you seen him like... Very rarely. ...flailing about, mm. telling people to fuck off... You know, well, making get, threats, throwing get, glasses, shitting get, in a pint it, glass, it, and it, lobbing it. He doesn't come. He doesn't come all Ben Stokes when he's drunk. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't do that. No, he's uh, do it, no, he? no. He, 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 he's one of. He's a more kind of benevolent drunkard. Yeah, yeah. When I was at the Cockpit Youth Theatre, you know, where, oh, uh, no. the, I had yeah, that Ford Escort yeah. estate when we were at school. Oh, I remember and that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I had uh, about seven of us in the car, and <laughs> and in the middle of Hammersmith. Yeah, in the middle of Hammersmith roundabout, oh, yeah, uh, they pulled me over. The the cops pulled me over, sort of against the roundabout, yeah. and I couldn't get out of the car. They said, "Could yeah, you get out of the car?" Mate. And I unwound the window. <laughs> Instead of getting out the car, I, well, this I tried to cover officer. that. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, but it was uh, it was when they had the sort of glass breath- breathalyzer with the bag on it, yeah. rather than the digital one, and uh, I got away with it. So so wow. far, we've made it light of drink driving and and problem gambling, gambling yeah, and Jim's yeah. yeah. well documented chronic struggles, alcoholism struggles with his heroic struggle with <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah even Jimmy Kebe couldn't inspire me to <laughs> no. To give up. Oh, I remember when you did drink, Sam. I remember you uh, uh, covering for uh, Stop Hammer Time. Yeah. And you, I think it was, I think maybe Dom was with you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, you rang me up and you went, you should listen to it because it's some drunk people trying to pretend they're not drunk. <laughs> well, Dom wouldn't have been drinking. He's, no, been, he's, sober he's been sober forever. Yeah, so maybe it wasn't Dom. I don't know who, yeah. Don't but know who I else was, was on. But yeah, yeah, I certainly yeah. would have been. Yes. I was much more of an you were going, obvious uh, drunk than yeah. you, yeah. You were going, it was an equanimous game of trying yeah. to use long words. <laughs> like when you, like basically, when you come in late, yeah. when you're a teenager, and you bump into your mum. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like, like trying, oh, yeah. or when I was younger, if I came back, when I worked on magazines, you know, in the 90s, and you would go out to lunch and get quite drunk with the rest of the writers and come back in, you see the editor go, mm. oh, I've just been out setting up some interviews with importance. <laughs> Contacts who <laughs> deliver yeah. some great journalism, etc. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, like when you see your mum when you come yeah. in. Good day to you, mother. 
<laughs> uh, what a fine day it's been. I always used to have a packet of Sharps Extra Strong Mints oh, yes. as oh, well yes, that yes. I would... Uh, yes. It was pop one of those in before. <laughs> now you have your blood changed. Before you... <laughs> before you get orphan blood. <laughs> yeah. Like the Queen Mum used to yeah. do. Yeah. You get the blood of homeless orphans. It's actually yes. quite horrible. Lots of mm. refugee children yes. and stuff. He's mostly Syrian now. <laughs> and he has right, their... Yeah clean Syrian orphan blood pumped into his own veins yeah, yeah in yeah. order to pass any tests by the police or by the education authorities or any yeah. any of the yeah, other yeah, people that, that monitor his behaviour. In a they kind don't of like dialysis drunk people type machine children. that he keeps under his clothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a Tony Stark's Iron Man sort of chest like device that, that yeah. keeps him alive. The Jim's got a thing. he has gone to yeah. to um, protect himself yes. from any, you know, being caught out as a as a chronic drinker. It's remarkable. He's invested in his own technology, yeah, yeah. to confound the authorities. Yeah, <laughs> again, Works. And again. Yep. Eventually, I can't say the day is not far off when we see Cyborg Jim. <laughs> I've seen him in his robot gear yeah. down at Dover, waiting yep. for those Syrian orphans to That's get off right. the boat, paying them ten bob for a pint of their blood. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so the so, so, season so, so there was a world there was yes. a World Cup. What, what did we yeah. make of the World Cup? No, I enjoyed the World Cup. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was good. It was blinding, Sam, yeah. Lots of great yeah. games. It was one of the best World Cups in ages. All of the games yeah, were all definitely. right. All of the games were okay, weren't they? I, I mean, enjoyed every of... game. I didn't watch every game, but I watched a load of them and I enjoyed every one I watched. There were some fantastic games, some great goals, some really great um games in a variety of of, of entertainment in mm. terms of the games like the i mean you know germany sweden which on in, in a way was like a kind of dour match oh yeah that was, was gripping for yeah. the kind of whole narrative that was that what was about there. germany korea Fan- mm. oh yeah that yeah, was yeah, great yeah. wasn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. i mean uh, yes. yeah noyer's um giving the ball away and then the the, uh, the the rush playing rush goalie yeah. yes yeah 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 and yeah. uh you know and for- some heroic kind of failures weren't there i mean mm. um japan against belgium that was a heroic they were brilliant yeah, they? yeah. Oh, that, game. Game, that was yeah. a fantastic match yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and great, that group was tight wasn't it because it was yeah. uh, senegal or japan wasn't it uh, mm. in fact they both went down didn't uh, they both didn't get through um were they in the same group, Senegal and Japan in the same group? No, Japan got, got into the knockout stages, Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. Maybe at the expense of Senegal then. Yeah, it, was, uh, quite, so. it was very tight, mm. wasn't it? Mm. Um, and of course... Uh, because that game against Belgium was the round of 16 game, I think, wasn't it? Yes, mm. yes. Right, yeah. And uh, we were right, you know. It's sort of um, it's sort of interesting because, I mean, people were quite uh, a little bit sneery about it, saying, you know, every time we played a good team, you know, we lost. Yeah, but... but- um, but then again, you know, we what we did do was we won our first game, which took a huge amount of pressure off. Then, you know, when we used to play San Marino, everyone had beaten them 11-0, and we'd sort of beat them 3-1 or something. But we absolutely battered them. It was 6-1. And we, we battered you know, them, absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. That, that, that was great. The thing is about football, I think, is that you want to see your team win and score goals. And it really doesn't matter, you know, who you... I mean, it's just irrelevant no. to me. Do you know what? I, I like watching goals. 
Yeah. And the team I'm back in scoring them and winning games. And England went to the World Cup semi final. Got the, to the, World the, Cup the semi-final. afternoon yeah. Yeah, yeah. after we beat Sweden to get to it, we comfortably eased past Sweden, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, a yeah. team who are never easy to beat for anyone. No, no. We 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 eased past them. We, yes, we, it was we, comfortable. When we still yeah. had something in the tank. And that afternoon, I was with my best mate and we were out down the park and watched it together with our kids kicking the ball around. We kept just looking at each other and thinking, we're in the fucking World Cup semi-final. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're in a World Cup semi-final. People of our generation remember Italia 90 Mm -hmm. as one of the greatest footballing moments in our lives. Yes. You know, they're golden memories. It was. And for for all of us, people people of a certain age, you talk about Italia 90, you go misty-eyed. Why? Because we got to the World Cup semi-final. Mm-hmm. We did it again this year. Yeah. And I couldn't care less who we beat. Back then, we went past Cameroon and, and a very With average a Belgian of, side. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? We, yeah. we actually didn't have a well, particularly good game until yeah, the semi-final. Need, you need a bit yeah. of luck in a tournament. You need. To, you know, you aren't going to be... You know, for years and years and years, we've, we've sort of watched Germany... Out, you know, just seem to have, you know, that not play the, all that well yeah. at times and exactly. get through. I mean, I mean uh, it's, a you myth, know, it's a myth that teams romp. I was at the yeah. World Cup in '94 in America when Brazil won for the first time in in quite a, a long time, and Romario and Bebeto played up front. They didn't romp to it. They got to no. the final. They drew nil nil. They won on penalties. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, West Germany in in 1990. They they were you know popularly they were commonly regarded they were probably the best team that year but they England bettered them in the semi final yeah. they got lucky against yeah, England and, because we and, were the better and side you knew we would be a, 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 a sort of fading Argentina in that in that final you Isn't, really you know, you know we, the, that England West Germany was the was yeah. as it were should have been there the was, final in you know there, I can think of one and it was before I was born one example of a team that was imperious from beginning to end and that was probably brazil in 1970 yeah right yeah not england in 66 no no no. not france in 98 when they didn't even have a center forward they all had fantastic players and and memorable games but no one just sweeps the board from beginning to end yeah not maradona in 86 maradona in 86 got past england again yeah with some good fortune so Yes. I think, I, I mean, I honestly don't understand anyone who watches football and then looks for reasons afterwards, uh, after something that was self-evidently success, and, and looks for reasons to not be happy. Yeah. For, for me, reaching a semi-final, you know, if football was just about winning every tournament, then why would any of us bother? Mm. I mean, obviously, no, as West Ham fans, we've said that. Mm. But it's like, you, you have your own success goals, and I would say, getting to the semi-final for us is as good as winning it Absolutely. would be if, I, if, if I, you're a German that, or a Brazilian. And I would say that the sort of, you know, the, the, the other side of the coin when people sort of say, you know, we weren't actually very good we, whenever we played a good team, we, you know, we got easily beaten, was that we got to the semi-final of the World Cup with a couple of players sort of underperforming. Deli Ali sort of didn't really set no, the world I mean, on fire. Harry enough, Kane yeah. didn't have a fantastic tournament, really. Didn't. We could Rather have actually... Boot, though. Yeah, we could have, <laughs> but you know what it is. One yeah. came off his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I but, he, but you know, storage well was disappointing up until the Columbia game. Yeah, and I thought he played well in the Columbia game. He was great thought, in the Columbia thought, game. You know, I thought he was actually possibly our worst player in the semi-final. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'd but have, we still I'd got to the semi-final. But he was playing almost like a different role by then, wasn't he? He was much deeper, and yeah. um, Sterling was further 
further forward. So, I mean, you know, uh, if, if everyone was actually possibly playing at their absolute best, we might have got past the, Croatia. The, the, but, the point uh, is, it was a great World Cup and England went from being... No, we'd all given up on England. Yeah. Everyone yeah. had. I that don't was, know. I didn't know. I don't know. That was the saving grace in a way. In the end, that was the, 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 the really significant thing is that the country fell back, back in love with its football team. We fell back in love with England. And that, Gareth I think, Southgate is important. was a large part really of that. Really important. Yeah, and, definitely. And, and young players... And Harry Maguire. Young players and, who, yeah. weren't, and who weren't starring. Trippier. Yeah, and Trippier. Yeah, no, Pickford. Pickford. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. of these lads. And even the stars. Even Harry Kane is a... You know, he's a, he, he comes across as a, you know, humble sort of a bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those days of kind of big stars and egos are gone. We've got a bunch of lads who are likeable, a manager who, who went... You know, it's not that Southgate's likeable, which he is, but that's not the reason that I like it, liked mm-hmm. him so much. It was because he was the first manager, probably since Glenn Hoddle, to think, I'm actually going to go out and try and win this in an exciting way. And I'm going to take a lot of gambles, and I'm going to tell the players that all the pressure's on me. I'm the one taking the gambles. Yeah. So we picked three footballing centre-backs, and we were one of the most um, exciting and innovative t- tactically yeah. teams yeah, to yeah. watch in the tournament. And fair play to him for doing that. It's no, amazing. Absolutely. They Paid were, off. Uh, it's a great thing. They were really enterprising. You know, all, Stones I mean, and Maguire. You wish all football was like that. You know, yeah. we, we've been through the days of Sam Allardyce lecturing all of us mm-hmm. and, and fans of other clubs lecturing us about, oh, West Ham way, what is the West Ham way? And all that sort of piss taking as if you are naive um, to expect to be entertained by football. And really, I'm glad that there's been a sea change in, in all football, really, that now the coaches that are admired are not the Jose Mourinho's or the Sam Allardyce's. The ones that people admire and want to emulate are Jurgen Klopp and Guardiola. Mm. Um, And now you've got people like Gareth Southgate, uh, a young English coach doing it, and hopefully West Ham will do it, because someone's remembered, listen, if Sky are going to carry on paying billions for the rights to this game, and we're going to carry on filling out these stadiums as well then we have to remember this is an yeah. entertainment business. Oh, absolutely. You know, I've said this sort of time and time again, but the, the very first game in the, in the Thunderdome, Thunderdome, that Europa League game, uh, n- no one could go out of our group except me, so I sat there on my own. And it was really evident that it didn't have to be step-overs and flicks, it just had to be enterprising football where you're mm. trying to beat the other team by scoring more goals than them. Uh, otherwise, there will just be silence in this massive stadium. You know, yeah. If we're going to be a team that plays in a massive stadium, it, it doesn't have to be everything's flicks and everything's scissor kicks and stuff. It's just enterprising. It's, it's, just, it's just going out to try and win a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's similar as that. It doesn't have to be... I'm reading a, a great book about Brian Clough at the moment. Uh, it's an old book, but it's a classic called Provided You Don't Try to Kiss Me, right? And it's about his time at Forest. And Brian Clough's great Forest and Derby teams, it, it, his management style, he, he would go crazy if someone tried to flick. He was anti all of that stuff. He didn't mm-hmm. like any extravagance or fancy dannery or anything like that because his whole thing was get the ball and pass the way you are facing when you receive it. He wouldn't yeah. have even wanted a reverse pass or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And yet his teams were exciting to watch, right? Yeah. They were, they, because they played good sim football. And the thing is, it's just about your intent, isn't it? You want, you want to see a team go out and attempt to win. Yeah. You know, go yeah. for it. And, you know, Allardyce just, and, and Moyes to an extent, 
try to tell fans that they were stupid and naive to expect that sort of thing. And now we've got a manager who has always played attacking football, doesn't seem to know any other way, and has invested. And you'll see here that I am surreptitiously trying to steer us onto the subject Mm. of West Ham. We are about an hour and a half into the podcast. But fuck it, I'm going to do it, right? He is a, a, a Pellegrini is a manager with a reputation for attacking football who has gone out and signed a bunch of players who, you know, if it was me at the beginning of the season, I'd be thinking, well, what we need to invest in is steely central midfielders. And I think mm. a lot of fans would agree with that. Yeah. If you ask West Ham, what do West Ham need? I said, well, we've got good attackers. We've actually got some, def- we've got some decent defenders. What we really need is some right, hard-tackling, solid mm-hmm. bastards in midfield. Pellegrini's come in. And he's just signed wingers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wingers, um, crafty central midfielder, England's most talented, gifted technical central midfielder, you know, and, uh, and, and, a, and, a, and a lightning quick attacking fullback who, according to my Fulham sources, mm. is one of those fantastic fullbacks who doesn't really bother defending much because he's only in 10 when he gets the balls to go forward. Yeah. So you think this is magnificent. This is proper West Ham stuff. Yes. Yeah. Now, talking of management styles, uh, before we get into that, um, well, we've I got found into it, something. Mate. We've got into it. You can't stop it. We now. are. No, we were, well, this is part well, you of You are going to stop this it. Is, all right. this, is, this is part of it. This, right, is, right. this, cool. is, this is in it. It's part of it. It's part Bef- of it. You said before we start it, we've started it. We've, we've that's all I'm saying. We've uh, we've parked the bus, but we've parked it with the brakes off. You, so we're that, we're pausing it, so said that it while, we're, while we're while on we're the on the subject. While we're on the subject, because yeah. I thought he was going to reverse back to that. Yeah, time I he thought got he nicked was... at Hammersmith roundabout. Yeah, for a yeah, minute, yeah, 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 yeah. Why don't you pair of fuckwits yeah. do the, the podcast? <laughs> all the time he took the bottom off the car <laughs> in Plumstead. We drove oh, down, no, down, down the bottom of the car. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, as you know, uh, uh, all modern football training grounds uh, um, are equipped with state-of-the-art technology and staff, mm. uh, uh, s- s- physical staff and uh, nutrition staff and all that. But they also, all grounds have a stenographer now, like in the courts, who mm. basically record the events of the day. And it oh, was yeah. interesting because minutes. today is, today is um, August the 7th, and uh, I found a transcript from the stenographer from uh, August the 7th, 2017, oh, uh, so okay. a year ago. Uh, so it, it's, it's just a brief snatch. It says, um, West Ham training ground, uh, t- first team talk, Slaven Bilic. Lads, we really struggled last season. This year we must hit the ground running. Players murmur in agreement. Bilic, when the 2017-18 season starts sometime around next month, players mm. look quizzically at each other. We must come flying out of the traps. Let's use this next five to six weeks. Players refer to iPhones, begin counting on fingers, look at wall planner, (laughs) ring relatives to ask what the date is. Billich, we have to get Matt Sharp. And how do we get Matt Sharp? Mark Noble raises hand. Billich, by resting. (laughs) Mark Mark Noble lowers hand. Resting like your life depends on it. Some of you have had operations and have barely kicked a ball this year. But don't worry, it's like riding a bike. You never forget. Billich picks football up, starts ball juggling. (laughs) Ball flies out of open window, causes car crash. Billich's hip detaches from socket. (laughs) Billich falls over, pulls down desk, lamp and Andy Carroll. (laughs) Andy Carroll breaks. 
Bilic. All right, <laughs> session over. Get changed. Go home. <laughs> Players, but we haven't trained yet. Doesn't matter, Bilic says. <laughs> go home, relax, and I'll see you. Well, when can everyone make another rehearsal? <laughs> <laughs> And that's uh, from the that's transcript. different times, different times. Things change quickly, yeah. don't they? So a year later, mm. a year later, it's all different. Uh, you know, not that it means anything, but we've sort of won a lot of the pre-season games. Yeah, well, last time we did that was under Avram Grant, uh, yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, you season. mustn't read anything into results. But I've watched quite a few of them on various sort of YouTube stream things, and uh, I think we've played quite well in some of the games. Mm. The, the, the game against Mainz, where you know, it ended level and there was the penalty shootout, I thought we played some really good football. No, I didn't see I, did, I saw bits and pieces. I saw some We were of a bit dodgy against Ipswich. Against, I saw some against Ipswich, some against Villa. And what I know, I, I thought it was really evident in both games that there was um, a policy of moving the ball very quickly. Mm-hmm. There was not a lot of receiving the ball, controlling it, looking up. It was a lot of one touch, keep the ball moving, yeah. keep the ball moving. That see, and, and that was quite different from what we'd seen in in. And that involves a lot, of, any of, a lot of movement off the ball. A lot so, of movement. I mean, I think there's always... been a lot of emphasis on fitness in the early part of yeah. the of the, <laughs> which is fantastic uh, compared to last season. Yes, and it looks like we've got the players to do it. I mean, yeah, you know, you've got uh, to say. I mean, I, I've, I've made a little list here, but the, you know, the first thing was, uh, you know, people have been saying it's all going to be last minute because of the World Cup. Mm. But the first, you know, the first statement of intent was when I think everyone was saying if Fulham fail to come up, it's just going to be like there'll be a queue outside their ground for like mm. definitely that Sessignon guy, that yeah. um, captain, Kenny. the Kenny, Kenny. Tom Kenny, and the right back. Everyone Frederick. went the right back, and I was thinking, oh shit, we need we a right need back. A right back. Yeah. And then I, they came up, they beat Filler and came up, and you thought, oh well, that's all off then. I He'll think, either stay with Fulham or someone big will come in for him. But we bought him I, anyway, I, and I that think was great. The deal was done. I mean, from what I've heard, that that the, there was a deal done because there's a relationship with the agent, and it was done right back long before the end of the season he had made the commitment that he was going to come to was West Ham was he out of contract oh, was his contract coming to an end yes yeah. yes so it was, was gonna, he was, so he was going to leave whatever yeah. and we'd sort of already done the deal yeah. so that was go. I mean the, we, we got Pellegrini that was the first big thing yes I suppose it was and then very quickly get Fredericks I'm just reminded that we have to take a quick break so uh, we'll be back after this message Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Welcome back. So, yes, obviously, yeah, getting Pellegrini, as you say, was the first, uh, that was the first big step we took. Well, and also the whole, the way in, the way in which the whole approach to um, transfers and whatever seems to have changed with the coming in, of the bringing of a sort of director of mm. football. Yeah. Figure. Yeah, and he came in. And, and the and fact he... that lo- a lot less seems to be being leaked to people in yeah. the know and, and you he, know, he, there's, a, they, there's a sort of sense in which the whole thing has become more professional um, and uh, more purposeful, I think, mm. really. They've it, stepped back, which is what is... The, the, key, the key to this season, I mean, everything's in place for us to have a good season, everything. And the most important part of that is the manager. But the most important thing of stepping back from everything, really, from PR, from team affairs, from transfer matters, stepping back, because, you know, it's been all about them since they arrived at the club. Mm. And... They've now got a manager who, let's be honest, is pretty much out of our league. 
because this is a man who, who managed Real Madrid not that long ago. It's a man who won the Premier League with Manchester City. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is by a long way the best manager we have ever appointed to this club, right, in terms of his CV. And he is and he's of a certain age. He is wealthy because he's had so many different big jobs in his yeah. life, right? And he is not the sort of bloke who's going to come in and get shoved around by Karen Brady and David Sullivan and David Sullivan's kids. Yeah, yeah. He, and he is not the sort of bloke like Allardyce who's going to think, well, I'll take it and I'll sit around and wait for the sack. Yeah. Because I think that this bloke's probably got more integrity than that. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to rock up at, at, at West Ham and let these chances, right, yeah, yeah, who run yeah. the club, push him around, tell him what to do, undermine him in the press... You know, do all the things that all of our other managers have had to endure. I tell you, he will quit and fuck off. Mm-hmm. So I think that they have pledged with be- with best intentions. I think Sullivan, Golden, Brady have said we will step back and we will let you and your director of football run things. Yeah. The, the, but the real the proofs in the pudding. Will they be able to stick to their promise, whatever their intentions are? Because I think it is pathological, particularly with Sullivan and Brady. I think Brady cannot. She loves her son, Colum. Yeah. She yeah. loves saying things in that that cause problems for us. And and Sullivan, I don't doubt he loves the club, actually. I mean, I know some people think he's there to make money of it. I, I think that him and Gold love the club. But I think he loves it so much that he can't keep his hands off everything. No, yeah. He's a control freak about it. Yeah, well, it, I, I, I agree. And it's been a bit of a surprise. I mean, it's, I mean <clears throat> if, you, if, you, if you put a positive or a good spin on it, you could argue that perhaps they've been waiting for this opportunity for to get the right manager, mm. the manager they want, and then the investment was was going to come. Yeah. But I think a lot of people feel that they've been bounced into this by um, the protests yeah. and the kinds of things that they realised well, were, were, the were, were, yeah. were going then on. The, then the people uh, who, who organised all of those protests and made their voices heard should feel very proud of themselves, yeah. Yeah. I think. It's, but, you know, there's an element of chicken and egg, isn't there? I mean, they, we, we, we've had two shitty seasons in this new yes. stadium. So, so, I mean, I think that they, they, uh, they, they've been on the defensive, so they've got involved. They've, they've they, stepped in yeah. and they've commented they, and they've they, said things in the press because the team's playing shit. They had to do something, right, to appease the fans and yeah. think, if not, there is not much incentive to turn up to this stadium. Do you know, no, 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 it's absolutely. A, yeah, it's yeah, a horrible yeah. day out. It's a shit place, right? It is yeah. diff- it's so far removed from what we were used to up to part. But we don't care. It will become a good place yeah. to be. And the atmosphere is good when, when the team are when playing the team well. Plays well yeah, yeah, and so, yeah, so, you know, I'm not saying, oh, it's got no atmosphere. But I'm saying, I personally, I don't love dragging myself over there and walking across miles and miles of, you know, kind of soulless concrete yeah. concourse right to get into this ground it's not like walking down green street no. with the with the smells and no, the atmosphere yeah so you have to they had to give us something <clears throat> yeah and so they and they realize that well if not people are going to stop turning up at this place yeah right but what they gave us actually is way beyond they've over delivered because they got a manager who is way beyond what I would have dreamt we would have ever appointed. And then they went out and bought not just... We would have been... If they'd bought someone like Felipe Anderson, and, or even not him, even if they'd bought Yarmolenko and they'd brought in Wilshire, we'd all be going, fucking hell, good work. It'd mm-hmm. be like last year, we were all happy at this stage because they'd signed Anatovic and Hernandez. And we'd be like, good work. 
But they didn't stop. They no. got in all of these top-class players. They're spending tens of millions of pounds and the manager. They've over-delivered. I thought one thing that was interesting was, was um, you know, because they, they signed uh, Fredericks, Diop and Fabianski quite, quite early. And I was thinking, OK, great, let's midfielders now. Midfielders yeah. and attacking players. But they were still in the market for more defenders. And I'm kind of going, oh, come on, don't... I hope, you, I hope this isn't an oversimplistic sort of mindset that's going we shipped lots of goals last season that's the defense's fault we should get all new defenders because it wasn't it was the midfield's fault but then it became sort of apparent that reed was not gonna yeah. take any part for a long time yeah. and you're going oh shit so we do need another no, well, we, we, and that seemed like gone. that seemed well, like and genu- F- collins and that, font have gone yeah and that well. seemed like genuinely good forward and, planning because and, you, uh, you yeah. know because because we 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 do have a massive. We did, or do possibly still have a massive problem in midfield. And, and I was going. I don't think you should devote this amount of time to defenders. But yeah. when it becomes apparent that one of the players, it seems we have, but we remember, don't have. Th- which this is guy Reed. is a great coach, right? And he's got and he's looked at. I remember he, he said when he signed because you know the, the the story is supposed to be that he did a deal not long after January the appointment yeah. of Moyes, or you know, and he knew he was coming, and he'd watched all of our games. And he'd and he's looked. This is a really experienced coach. He's looked at it and he's made his own assessment. Now we all agree, and most West Ham fans did that we were soft in midfield. A lot, a lot of it was that there wasn't much tactical discipline. You know, you had people like Kiate just wouldn't hold a position and stuff. But he's he's come in. He at City he played four one. You know, four one two three. Right, so there was always one player that sat. I mean, well, I guess it would have been Fernandinho even mm, then. Mm. He sometimes played with two sitters, sometimes and then two, two, and then two attacking midfielders. Right. Well, what is and, the, and then width well, from but, the, but, width, and they 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 they, they tucked in, and then you got width from the from the fullback. But he's identified Rice clearly, and I suspect that he'd identified Rice yes. before he'd even arrived. Mm, he'd watched Rice, and I think he arrived saying, right. We do need a new central midfielder. The good news is we've already got one, and it's Declan Rice, and that's why I'm going to play him. And that's why he's gone out and signed mm. extra centre backs because I think he, he clearly, and you've seen from the preseason friendlies that Rice is his he's man. playing in midfield. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a big do, weight do, do on we that young man's shoulders. Do, do I think. You think that he he will, you know, be. The I right think well, I, position. I, 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 potentially, but I think it's a it's a big weight on his shoulders to 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 be the main man there big for the whole season, mm. and um, I think I think some way either either on loan or or somehow there will be another player coming in in that position. Before he's the not a sort closes. of visionary passer, Declan Rice. He's kind but of he's, you know reminded me a lot of Winston Reid in a way. In that he had all the defensive qualities of Winston Reid, but can't really don't, sort of don't, pass. Don't they want to give him the ball? And let him lay the ball off, much the same Probably, way as yeah, yeah. Henderson did for England, yeah. or or the the best example ever, really for us and for England is is Michael Carrick. Yeah, the way yeah. That you but sit, they really are ball players, though they yeah, are really good yeah. Passes but of the but ball, a lot of the time, sure Carrick just turned the ball over. Yeah, he can. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's got it in his locker to play a long pass. Yeah. But a lot of times, you get the ball, you look up, you yeah. pass it sim- simplistically. But it's also to an about positioning player. and yeah. intercepting and, and breaking yeah. up play. He's not going to be. Rice is not going to be a Kante type 
kind of terrier no. yeah. tackler. He's going to sit there. He's going to sit there, occupy that space. A, a bit like Dyer. Great play up, intercept A bit like Dyer does for Spurs. More like yeah. that. And, 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 and that's a good parallel. Papa Diop. He, well, he, he was a centre-back. Eric Dyer still yeah. plays still plays centre-back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More like Similar that. type of player. Yeah, I think so. Sits there. He doesn't run around doing slide and then tackles you'll and putting have the boot in. Noble and Wilshere. Yeah. Ahead of him. Yeah. Um, I mean, Noble in a team which has got movement and, and pace ahead of him is a different player. Is a, is a, is a, you know, we've seen that from time to time when you, when you put him in the, in the, the Noble in the team when Pyatt and Lanzini were doing this. Yeah, he it was, was a key member of that. He was yeah. brilliant in that yeah. team. And I think he's been fantastic in these pre season friendly. Yeah. His energy and the way he gets about the pitch and, and, the, um, and he got and a good vote of confidence from the new manager. Oh, he's going to be, he? he's going to be said straight away. This, yeah, he's, the, the you know, he's our captain. Yeah. Cause I was going into this season thinking you got to give the armband to Anatovich. He's perfect captain material in the same mold as yeah. Dixon De Canio, a talisman captain to me is like a classic yeah, West Ham yeah. captain. Cause he's like a madman. Yes. Who loves the? Who loves it, and and he's the one who gets the crowd going, and he's our best player, and yeah. I think he will remain our best player with these with these last season. How many goals did he score, Jim? Like I don't know, I, you know, a, but a, it was eleven, a, yeah, about eleven, right? But he only really got going halfway through halfway the season, season when he got yeah. moved in, yeah, yeah. right? And we, <coughs> we were struggling, and oh, he yeah. scored eleven. He scored in almost all of the preseason games. Now, He's the, now the thing is, he is now playing in an attacking side yeah. with Wiltshire behind him, right? Who can unpick a defence and two electrifying wingers, yeah, yeah. plus two attacking fullbacks. He's something like fifty to one to be the top scorer in the Premier League. I don't know what Labrooks were offering on that, no, and I must down. and I must say this is not any this is not a sponsored item. Someone told me this week, and I thought I will fucking have some of that because Anatovic is a goal machine, and he has suddenly had a whole attack built around yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. he can score in last season's David Moyes team, yeah. he'll score in this. And he's team. pretty much a goal um, a game in pre-season, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, and some and, of the and, goals and, he's scored have been fantastic. Yeah, he's great, um, and of course we bought Jack Wilshire. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, part of, part of not only, um, you know, in terms of handing the captaincy over to uh, Arnautovic because Wilshire might be sort of shuffled out the team in some new kind of lineup, Jack Wilshire feels like a kind of upgrade on Noble, five years younger and possibly a tiny bit better. Uh, but in fact, they might play in the same team, which was exactly the same situation oh, when we um, mm. looked like we were going to keep Scott Parker and bring Kevin Nolan in. You thought, oh, it's possibly the end of Mark Noble, who's played consistently in those yeah. intervening five years. He's a years. cockroach. Yeah, yeah. You can't is. get rid of him and I'm happy about it. No, no. And I've got a strong feeling that he will be reborn under Pellegrini. I hope hmm. so. I think so. I think I people really wrote him off too soon. Of course he had some poor games last season. Who well, didn't? That was Especially in the first part of the season. He was brilliant in the second half of the season. And I think, you know, a new manager comes in, gives him gives him a boost, makes him the leader. I think we could see a really great season out you of see, him. I hope so. You know, the, uh, another, another point is talking about sort of possibly Rice playing in front of the back four. Obiang feels like he could possibly be that guy who would style. have a slightly more counter because he is a better ball player. An than, intelligent than sort yeah. of central midfielder. Yeah, yeah. I like Obiang. I, so I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, it does now look as though he's not going to go to Sam Dorian. He, he wanted to go. Um, did he? Well, the rumour was that, that he fancied the return back to Italy. But I think that they would be very wise to keep him. 
Yes, yeah, so I do too. And I think that he could, and he's another one who you think with a with a good coach yeah, like yeah. Pellegrini, he I could just, actually become you know, he, a better player. He had injuries last season, and he struggled a bit last mm. season, even when even before his big his big. Well, injury. he was one of the ones that when we you know um, the, the first few games of the yeah. season, he just didn't seem didn't ready to off play it, off it, didn't he? Uh, not Fantastic at all. goal at Tottenham. Yeah, shows what yeah. He, the kind of thing he can do. But um, um, I saw the season before that. Was he, he was, hammer of the season, uh, or at was, least a no, lot of people he, wanted him? He was him great. To, he was good. Was good. for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Antonio, I think, was hammer of the season. Oh yeah. Pre- yeah. What do we think about Antonio? Because well, he was another one who looked like he wanted to go. There's always rumours about certain behind the scenes issues with him, but it doesn't look like he's going. Now Palace were close, weren't they, to getting him? Um, but at the moment, he's obviously very keen on wingers, Pellegrini. Yeah. So you'd expect the two first choice wingers to be Yarmolenko and Anderson. But then if we're going to build a team that is dependent on pacey wing play, you can't afford to just have two very good ones no. and not much else. Because the moment yeah. we get injuries, which we always do, mm-hmm. the whole plan falls to pieces. So you think, well, hang on, he's got, he could have Antonio... And uh, Masuaku yeah. as the backup wingers, which, you know, not bad at all, thank you very much. Two no. extremely effective wingers on their days. Plus, Snodgrass has had a fantastic yeah, pre-season. Yeah, yeah. He has, yeah, that's true. He's not pacey, he's not pacey, but he is skillful and he's got a great delivery yeah. and set-piece. And, yeah, I mean, I'm almost thinking from what I've read and from what I've seen in the pre-seasons, he's had so much opportunity, he's had so many good reviews mm. that I'm thinking, bloody hell, it's surprise everyone if we sign these two very expensive wingers but then start the season where he thinks, fuck it, I'll stick Snodgrass snog on. Might yeah, do, yeah, might yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. It's and, hard and to read at the moment what the team's going to be a little bit. against Liverpool, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, what you've got down there is possibly not going to be far off, though. I've written down here, Phil. Shall uh-huh. I read it out? Jim sure. can see it. I think he'll go Fabianski in goal because I think you know. I know you think Adrian okay. should be, but I, I think that I think that he, they've signed Fabianski because they think we need to stick with someone now. We need to find a number one, but we'll see. I think he'll go for Fredericks. I hope he goes Fredericks as much as I like Zabaleta. No, I, I think, think he will. I hope I he will. Think he will. Yeah, I think Ogbonna and probably just judging it by the pre-season selections, Balbuena, Balbuena yeah. in central defence. Yeah. Cresswell, prob- I would imagine on the left. Yeah, the other way around from the way you've got them though. Ogbonna oh yeah, Ogbonna's left. left yeah. 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 All right. Okay. It's Too right. pedantic. It's okay. just a sketch. Well, you know. Uh, well, Rice. It's, quite, it's got little ticks and dots. In I've ticked the players who are new to count how many new players there will be inside. Rice. Um, in in front of the back four, Wilshire and Noble perhaps yeah. just ahead. Yeah. Yarmolenko and Anderson on the wings, and then Altsvich up front. And that is six out of the eleven players will be new players, yeah. so that might present challenges in itself. If that is the team, well, I, I, think, that's, I, I think that's true. Yeah, hmm. yes. I mean, Cresswell has obviously been um, injured for part of the preseason, so he hasn't been out. But to did come in for out. that latest game, didn't he? I prefer um, Cresswell in the back four. I prefer Cresswell to Masuaku. Well, Masuaku can't right. defend to save his life. No, but he is. Right. I mean, if, if he you're played, playing wing back. He played left back yeah. against. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, one. You know, I went to that away game early on in the season at Newcastle. That horrible three mm-hmm. 0 defeat mm-hmm. at Newcastle, and and uh, he had a shocker that day. Masuaku at left back. Oh yeah. And Rice had a shocker in front of the oh, defense right. as and, well. And Billich brought <laughs> Rice off, didn't he? Like um, quite. A, a well, he made time. a big mistake to give away one of the, one of the goals. But I mean, God, he really threw him uh, under the bus, yeah, didn't he? Uh, yes, that wasn't. Uh, and what do we think about Anderson? 
because you know, we have well, done I've done some research uh-huh. because, as you know, I have Italian <clears throat> relatives. One of whom is a um, Lazio ultra, mm-hmm. and he, he's you know he's a mad Lazio fan, season <clears throat> ticket holder for many years. And so I always go straight to him if we're linked to any players. But wasn't, didn't, didn't your brother Dom say that the Italian part of the family were very excited that we were getting Caleri? Uh, no, they were, what they were, what my, my other Italian cousin is a Juve fan, despite being Roma, but Roman, because that's like being a man you yeah, fan from is, London, yeah. right? Mm. Loads of them support Juventus. He got excited about, I've bloody forgotten the idiot's name now. Zaza. 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 He said, I love Zaza. My kids even got a Zaza Juve shirt. Right. And I was telling everyone, probably you guys, my cousin who's a Juve fan loves Zaza. Zaza obviously turned out to be a bit shit. And, For us. And then mm-hmm. I, I, pu- I pulled him up on it, Daniele, my cousin, and I, I discovered that he loved him more in a kind of a... Calm, <laughs> way. Yeah, in a sort of a Samasi Abu way. Right. You right. know, like oh, where we've yeah, got strikers yeah. who we love. Yeah, or like, you know, yeah. like Carlton Cole. Yeah, we love yeah. Carlton we Cole. We love Carlton Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Carlton Cole is not a no. world-beating striker. No. And I hadn't, I hadn't dug deep enough. No. All right. Okay. I hadn't um, so this time unleashed you... my renowned journalistic rigor. No, no, no. I've been Actually, casual. So you've dug but deeper this with time Anderson. I've dug deeper and I've asked many questions about Anderson. Right. Many. Um, and I've been told that the, the, the bad thing about him is, is his consistency. Right. Because like the season before last, he had a, a wonderful season where he was on fire and scored in 10 consecutive games and a lot of other clubs were being linked with him, very big clubs. And they just thought he was like, you know, he was there, Mohamed Salah. Because yeah. obviously Salah was playing for Roma at the time, their mortal rivals. And um, then he was injured, came back, and then was in and out the side because he, he, he's inconsistent. But he said, he's a one, they both said actually, he's a wonderful player and with the right coach, like Pellegrini, he could become extremely good. I was like, hang on a minute, mate. For 40 million quid, I want him to be extremely good right away. Yeah. Yeah. But they said, no, no, he's definitely worth 40 million. The best thing I've seen out of him so far was his reverse pass, I think, against Villa, which set Masuaku down the wing. Found Artovich's goal. Exactly. A great goal created by Anderson. And I I was, that made me excited. That was, that goal was a thing of beauty. That was, that was really, that was really lovely. Um, Antonio's goal was classic Antonio, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, just trundled through. Picks up the ball, sort of started slightly aimlessly, bumped into another player, but got the ball from a kind of ricochet. And then, ended with a great finish it's a bit like um, it's a knockout isn't it when Anderson when uh, when, uh, when, uh, uh, Antonio gets the ball He's, uh, I mean, you know, one of those in your squad is quite good. I think sort of Antonio the off the bench and pace, stuff like that. He's got electric pace and power. I mean, you yeah. Know, so, so he so, seemed to sort of mysteriously. I mean, that you know that game last season early on when he he was bought on, wasn't he? When he passed to Tompkins. And uh, Palace Crystal went Palace. up the other oh, end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what was going we on there? The other end. And but he looked exhausted. Yeah, you know, you know and what he I has think weird fitness Because do you remember we saw he's him too muscly? Yeah, that's he's right. Too yeah, muscly. Yeah. I think he, it when he gets injured, down, he goes to and the it gym. Probably, and it creates and it creates yeah. more injury risk. Yeah, I think you that's know, right. He, he is too right. muscular. Um, he looks like Apollo Creed. He does. Yeah, I think that's right. I think they. I think they do. He is quick. 
When Ashton was sort of in his kind of uh, sort of dotage at the age of 25 and uh, was struggling to try and get back into the team, there was a time he came back and he had a kind of run in the team and he was really muscly and big and he was painfully slow. Yeah. Then he got injured again and he came back and he was really lean. And um, he became a different player. He could play for 90 minutes. Like he's still running around Mm. in like the 85th minute. You're going... Is this the same Dean Ashton, the one that could mm. barely get yeah. up and down the pitch? And Antonio, but he's looked all right in. Yeah. He's looked okay in preseason. So, I mean, you know, maybe this I mean, arrival I mean, of I mean, this manager, I mean, they all want to play for this big star I manager. Think so. and, yeah, and they've got to force their way we into have the team. Got, well, the one thing that he's added, a lot of these players, you know, Yarmolenko, Anderson, Fredericks, he's added. Um, Diop as well as a as a as a defender. Yeah, um, he's added pace. The team has the team has been crying out for pace. Exactly. Yeah, not I just mean, you know cover in front of the defence. There's something there's an area we've been concerned about, but also you know pace on the counter attack. We've had exactly. some good technical players on the counter attack, but we've lacked the every yeah. every you know we yeah. get the ball. We win the ball, you you know, where Things where you watch down. other teams, you watch a Chelsea or an Arsenal and they kind of spring forward yeah, yeah, at pace. Yeah. I mean, We've been kind of ponderous this is, this and this plodding. The Premier League, now so, we're yeah. quick. It doesn't matter how good your players are technically. Like, you're in the Premier League, teams are going to stop you quite easy. You need something yeah. extra special to score against teams. And you're exactly right, Jim. It's like, even when Pyatt was there, we had players who would get it, stop, cut back, mm. come inside, look up. No, that's one of Noble's flaws as a player, is that he will turn yeah, yeah. and then he will turn he again needs, and he'll look for the pass. And yeah, he needs but movement. But he needs willing runners and, around and him. And again, and my theory is that Pellegrini was looking at our games, knowing he was coming, and he, and he knows what it takes to win the league mm, mm. in this country. And he thought, the first thing you need to do in the Premier League is make sure you have got electric place yeah yeah because especially if you're not one of the top teams you've got the your only chance you've got is to be able to counter uh, counter attack well, people our, really our, quick um you know our good final season uh at the bowling um you know pie obviously had a huge amount to do with it but uh cresswell and jenkinson yeah uh, you know jenkinson was just bombing up that wing again yeah. he yeah. was a, someone who who um you know had a lot of defensive frailties yeah. but I think he Fred, could i think boy fredericks cross, is going to be better yeah that's right i, I mean, think fredericks is going to be better i've got a good feeling about him and i was thinking the other day i wouldn't be surprised to see fredericks in the england squad by christmas and then i thought to myself bloody hell he came from spurs who also had walker and yeah. trippier yeah, yeah at the same time all in the same bloody position yeah trippier couldn't get in the team yeah, yeah. That was a, you know, that was a, Trippier was kind of on people's radars when he was... Uh, well, they bought, um, what's they his name, Aurier, Trippier, didn't they, didn't to, they? to play right back. And, oh, yeah. And Trippier's and it didn't really, no, it hasn't, yeah. no. He got sent off against us, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, he got sent off against us. But uh, we should have got him. You know, there was a time when we, yeah, you know, we should yeah, have, we yeah, should yeah, have yeah, got yeah, Trippier. Yeah, but it was, yeah. you know, he was, he was under the radar Where to Where did he come that, from? He came, Spurs signed him. He didn't come for the youth team, no, did he? No, no. Well, oh, I don't know. Before Spurs, oh, I don't know. Oh God! I well, he was at Burn. I mean, he was at Burnley. Yeah, yeah. that was it. Or was it. it? Was that on loan? Was it? Or no, he played at. Oh, right, they must yeah, have bought him from Burnley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they bought him from Burnley. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, I think Fredericks. I mean, that, you know, that was the first purchase of this window and you thought well that's you know that's exactly what it's exciting isn't it all these yeah, exciting t- attacking direct yeah, and I, players I, I think the, the the one sort of cautionary note is that a as you said there's gonna be five or six of them perhaps playing uh, it will take time for them to bed in and and to gel and also we have a tough start 
We do. Not just on Sunday. But, I mean, God, but, you could, you know, you could we, really playing... not have a tougher start. I mean, um, maybe playing City, but pff, I don't know. I mean, Liverpool in their pre-season have been absolutely tearing sides to pieces. Well, you'd, yeah. you'd hope we... Yeah, but we've Bournemouth also, at yeah. home is our first home game. Uh, yes, well, you've got Bournemouth and Wolves early on yeah. at home, but then you've also got Chelsea, Arsenal, yeah. Man United all coming up in the first what, what do five you, or six what games. What do you both think about Hernandez? Because everyone's very excited that he's staying. But at the same time, the sort of team lineup, the formation that we are all discussing and think will probably be the one, doesn't really make room for him. And even if Anatovic gets injured or starts playing in a different role, like he can play on one of those wings or something. You know, again, Hernandez is, we know he's not a player who, who, and who got, excels on his own up front, although he did no. play for Mexico like that quite well in the World Cup. So I don't know what's going to become And they were a brilliant counter-attacking side. Do you think he, he will be the player that we throw on, like when we when we need a goal rather well, that's than, a, how, than that's, a starter? That's, that's what he was at Man United. He was a bit of a super sub there, wasn't he? But do you think um, that he'll, he thinks... Yeah, that, but that was Man United. At West Ham, I expect to be first on the team sheet. Yeah. I think, well, I think Pellegrini will rotate. Well, he's got bit. the... Um, and I think that, well, don't forget, we've possibly got Perez coming in as well. Yes. Um, I think, well, he played in the last game. I don't know whether that's significant or not. He did play them both, didn't he? Um, yeah, I mean, I think if he can, if he can um, switch inside of the game to... You know, and, we, and, and you know, we're, we're speculating as to his, you know, one player screening the back four. Yes. If he switches to a flat four-four-two, yes, you could have yeah. Arnautovic and Hernandez up front. Maybe, yeah. maybe in yeah. some of the home yeah. games, yeah, yeah. And you'd have, yeah. you know, Yarmolenko, Yarmolenko and, and Anderson on the wings, Franks and Arnautovic. Yeah, well, they might would well you, be that. Would yeah. you describe that the potential for that lineup with those two wingers, Wilshere in the middle? And Anatovic and Hernandez up front. Would you go as far as to describe that as mouthwatering, Phil? I am very careful to use that word. I know, it yeah, I know you're cautious me. about deploying I, that yeah, phrase. I, I, I rarely, rarely unleash that that phrase, mouthwatering. Um, a sum- tantalising, I would say. Sumptu- Tantalis- a arousing, arousing. A sumptuous prospect, <laughs> possibly. Yeah. The issue yeah. with Hernandez is not goal. I mean, he if he plays in the team. As minutes on the pitch, he'll score goals. So he's proved yeah. that last season. The issue is what he offers elsewhere. as a team player elsewhere. He doesn't do anything, no, other than <laughs> score goals. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the issue, isn't yeah. it? That's the problem. Would you say, Sam? As I remember David Cameron saying about mm. the Queen, would you be purring at the prospect mm. of uh, this? Uh, this uh, well, I'll go a step further and tell you both this and the listeners. I have purred. Right, this right. summer this, I have sketched. I mean, Jim has seen that I have sketched, sketched out, out a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do this a lot. I don't know about you guys. I do it in meetings. Uh-huh. Sketching. Uh huh. Sketching. I sketch out te- West Ham teams. Sometimes right, in the World right. Cup, I'll do England teams. But on the whole, I've spent a lifetime writing out West Ham teams and informations. Um, Old school exercise books in my mum's attic will show lots of you know old Devonshire Wall Dickens yeah. all that. You know, sketching out the formations. And I did sketch out the yeah. formation that we've just discussed yes. earlier this summer. And my wife and children came home from the shops and found me purring <laughs> and purring. grooming myself yes. like a cat. Yes. In that manner where they lick their paw and then rub it in one smooth motion over their head. That's what I was doing. Did and they you? said, what are you doing? And then they looked and on a piece of paper, I just said Anatovic and Hernandez written next to each other. <laughs> did, you, did you at any time lick your genitals and anus did, in the yeah. fashion that a cat does when it looks like it's playing the cello? I put one leg up in the air. <laughs> yeah. 
it was and like they made a, a sawing it was a yoga with position. your face <laughs> and i licked Across. and i licked and i licked <laughs> and in the end my wife was like sam what are you doing and i just read out the team sheet to her that right, i had right. sketched and she seemed to understand and left the room did you and i carried on licking when you read out the team sheet, did you put on a 70s soul instrumental and read it along in a... It went like this. Oh, yeah. Fabianski and go. It was like that. She, um, I'd, I'm, You know, I would have liked her to have become more aroused. She didn't. She left the room. <laughs> she- but she I think I'd made a, my point. She puts up with a lot, Mrs. Delaney. I, I'd made my point. Yeah, yeah, Phil. I think so. I think so. Um, so I, I suppose it just remains for us to uh, predict the score up at Liverpool. Jim, you're going. Yes, I'm going. Yes, Sam, you might go. Well, yeah, it's an outside chance. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Jim? Well, I think we will lose, but mm-hmm. I think we mustn't. We mustn't be despondent. No, I'm no. looking for a performance rather yes. than a result. Mm as they say. Yeah, um, I guess... I, well, yeah, you kind of don't want to get through. I'd like us to score, um, and I think we probably possibly will. I mean, we did score last time in the 4-1 debacle, didn't mm-hmm. we? Um, I think I'm going to go 2-1 defeat. I'm going to go 2-1 defeat. 2-1 defeat. Sam? I think that, that Liverpool, uh, because all eyes are going to be on Liverpool and everyone's expecting them to fly out and people might underestimate us in this game, and I am going to say that we will win 2-1. I'm also going to say that we'll win. Uh, I think I'm going to say 2-3. Whoa. I think it could be like the Spurs game, where uh, the Spurs Cup game last season, where where they they go in thinking, Mm, we're we're crushing them. And and we come out, out you know, like a run chase. We get the two back and then We run out and get the whole stadium purring. The whole stadium will be celebrating. The whole of the cop, mark my words, the whole of the cop will be licking their bum holes by five (laughs) o'clock this Sunday. Actually, I think it's a four o'clock kickoff. So let's say it's six a one thirty kickoff. Oh well. In so that if case, you are going, they'll be licking uh, their bum yeah. holes by three thirty. Mm. Yeah. yeah, all yeah. those scousers. Yeah, yeah. It will be quite a sight. Not so many scousers these days. Like no, Liverpool, main, mainly no. people There's from tourists. From, isn't you know, it? Lots yeah. of tourists. There, yeah. Well, I think on that on that uh, on that positive note of yeah. of of uh, arousal, optimism, purring, and. Uh, groinal hygiene uh, <laughs> let's bring this to a close no, I, I um, say what a, what a hygienic groin you have <laughs> uh, my name has been Phil Whelans and I've been joined this week by Jim Grant cheerio and Sam Delaney all the best come on you irons this is a playback media production get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com stop hammer time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.